You're listening to Anime Magic Cast, a podcast produced by the creative minds behind the Anime Magic Convention. We've produced this podcast to give you a peek into our world, so let's make some magic together. Welcome to Anime Magic Cast Episode 5, everybody. I'm Richard. I'm the president of Anime Magic. I'm Sarah, and I am the vice president. I'm Jonathan. I'm the director of technology. And we have a very special guest with us here tonight for an interview. Hi, my name is Allison Senpai. Welcome. Thanks for coming out. Thank you for having me. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about first before we get into um, our interview with Allison is uh, it's been a long time since we produced an episode of Anime Magic Cast. Um, this is the fifth episode. Episode four was was released in mm, probably March, early March. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as, of, as of time of recording, it's July 19th. So obviously a gap. You know, we, we did want to make mention of that. Uh, obviously, is a very different world just a few months apart than it was uh, when, we, when we dropped our last episode. So uh, we are, we are going to be kind of addressing a lot for you guys in coming episodes because there will be some more coming up now that we're kind of back in production with these, um, you know, as well as, uh, you know, some of our plans coming up. So stay tuned for that. But tonight we are focusing on Allison Senpai. Wow, I'm so flattered. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Allison, you're you're one of our cosplay guests this year. Um, how did you get into cosplay? What got you started? You know, into the into the world of cosplay. So uh, my cosplay journey all began back in 2013 when I just really got in, into the uh, Avengers franchise. And my birthday was coming up, and my mom saw a commercial on TV for Wizard World Chicago, and she thought it'd be a great birthday gift to get me and two of my friends, because um, that's all I had at the time. <laughs> um, one day passes for Wizard World Chicago on Thursday. And honestly, we thought that wearing cosplays there was part of like a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like we thought we'd be like I've heard shamed. that from other people coming to conventions for the first time I've had people email me and they're like do I have to wear a, co- a costume <laughs> to your convention and I'm like no you don't have to yeah. <laughs> but you should it's but you fun should. You should. Yeah, yeah you should it's fun um, but yeah we thought we'd be like shamed or we look like we wouldn't be long if we didn't wear a costume um, but then it also as it got closer to the date uh, we started thinking oh my god what if we're the only ones who are wearing costumes yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, then we go there. Oh, she also got a pass for my brother. So he came with me to my first convention because I was like 15, I think, at the time. So she's like, oh, I don't want just like three 15-year-old girls like on their own. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we went there. And again, I'd never experienced a convention before. And Wizard World Chicago is like larger in size. It's not like a small convention. Yeah. So um, yeah, going there, it was like definitely a different experience. Like um, people kept asking to take photos of our costumes which was weird. I'd never had a stranger come up to me before and ask for a photo of me. <laughs> so that was like unusual. But like my friend counted because, you know, usually like you don't count how many times someone takes your picture. But again, this was like a whole new experience to us. She counted and we got our photo taken over like a hundred times. And we're like, wow. whoa, wow. <laughs> like that's so weird. And like we wanted to go back like the other three days, but uh, we didn't have passes. So we didn't. But we did go back <laughs> the following year and we had two day passes this time. And um Then I eventually got more into anime, and I wanted to go to more conventions, and then I found out there was more anime conventions in this area, and so after that, I just, you know, started cosplaying more. Very cool. I love hearing the stories about everyone's first magical experience, you know, being introduced to conventions, um, which is, you know, why we call ourselves anime magic. That's just, I, I I love 
It's the magic of anime. Yeah. <laughs> it is fun. Exactly. There's, there's this old adage that, that came from the comic book industry where, um, I, I, you know, I can't recall uh, who, who the quote comes from. Oh, actually, I'm, I'm almost positive it was Stan Lee, actually, now that I think about uh, it. the man. Who used to say, <laughs> remember that everybody's comic book is somebody's first comic book. So any comic book any that you see on the shelf, the same thing could be said for conventions. Every time somebody yeah. puts on an event like this, it's somebody's first convention. I love that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. There's actually um, my friend, she's going to come with me. Um, anime Magic is going to be her first anime convention. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So she's never had the anime convention experience before, so she's really looking forward to that. I love hearing that. I Every once in a while, you have somebody contact you, whether it's email or, you know, in person at the convention or whatever, and they'll say, oh, this is, you know, the first time my daughter is attending the convention or my son or whatever, right? And that brings back a lot for me because that's one of the reasons I wanted to start this convention. I got into it when I was 13 years old myself. And, you know, I just have so many fond memories of going to conventions and cosplaying and, you know, doing all those fun things. So being on the other side of it is, I mean, it's just a totally different experience now. But um, I like hearing that where I'm like, oh, you know, there's other people that are having that first convention experience with us. Mm-hmm. And maybe they're creating some of those, pun intended, magical memories. <laughs> <laughs> Trademarked. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, yeah, I, I love hearing that stuff. I love hearing that stuff. So Allison, what is your favorite anime? If you had to pick one, I know this is like everybody cringes when we ask them this question, but we have to ask everybody. And I think because we've talked to you before, you find this question very easy. Yeah, that's opening a can of worms. I'm not sure if you're ready for it. <laughs> we're ready. Oh, we're, we are al- ready. we're always ready. All right. My favorite anime is My Hero Academia. For the <laughs> longest time, it was Haikyuu. But at this point, if I say it's Haikyuu, I'm just lying to myself and I'm in denial. <laughs> <laughs> I love Haikyuu, but uh, hasn't gotten much content besides manga updates that I don't read for a while. So, um, And My Hero's pretty active and everyone's pretty involved in it. So that's nice. But... Um, yeah, some of my favorite things about My Hero is just how all the characters are so diverse and the writer makes you care for all of them. Even if they just have a 30-second backstory, you're like, oh, wow, like, I suddenly care for this character a lot more. Shinso Hitoshi, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also how much thought he puts into the universe because, as you may or may not know, My Hero Academia is um, a universe where about 80% of the population was born with a superpower. And as a kid who always thought superpowers were the coolest thing growing up, and I still do, um, given my Avengers thing I just said, (laughs) Um, I always thought that was like a really neat concept. And as he builds this world, he talks about how um, new laws got put into place to kind of like regulate um, quirk use and superpower use and stuff like that, and um, how they rank heroes and how the pro heroes get paid. And yeah, I just think it's interesting how much work is put into it. And then also like... Like, this is the part where I said this is a can of worms. Okay, <laughs> just going on. Um, but then also the part on how like every superpower has like a backlash to it. Um, like if you look at a character like Todoroki who can use fire powers and cold powers. Well, if he uses fire for too long, he can overheat his body. And if he uses ice for too long, he can um, lower his body temperature too drastically. So, And all of their quirks pretty much have some sort of backlash like that. So, 
Yeah, My Hero Academia. Mm. <laughs> it's good that you know, because sometimes we ask people that question and they just stare at us for like <laughs> a solid five minutes. Yeah. There, are, there have been a couple of times we've asked people where we've had to stop the recording so that people could think about it because yeah. they love so many different shows that they, it almost feels like they're betraying one of their other favorites by not making it their number one. You know what I mean? That's a tough question. Haikyuu awesome. always will have like a special place in my heart. I could tell you my fa- my like number one underrated anime. Please, yes, okay, let's hear that. So that is Stars Align. It's only available on Funimation, but um, <laughs> so it's gonna sound weird on the first like on the surface. It's an anime about middle schoolers playing tennis. Okay. Okay. All right. Under many layers, it deals with like um, some LGBT. Um, some like child abuse issues and like home abuse and um, kind of like just stuff like there's a bunch of like deep stuff below the okay. surface. Like um, after the first like because you know like a lot of animes they like play the end song yeah. and they have a little like snippet, not necessarily like a preview to the next episode, but like a little like thing that's like important that you should yeah. watch. You know, like the Nick Fury. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. After like the first episode, there's the end song, and then you see this kid you knew like his dad and mom were separated but his dad comes home and then like he just like totally mistreats him and it's like whoa what oh, am i getting yikes. myself into so it's it's more complex yeah. yeah um it's very full of drama and i think everyone should watch stars align um but do know that there's a trigger warning of things like child abuse and sure like yeah. home abuse and stuff like that it sounds interesting i have never heard of it personally um yeah not enough people have not i mean now i kind of want to watch it though yeah. <laughs> it, sounds, awesome. it sounds yeah kind of like a nice complex anime mm-hmm. very cool yeah very cool so allison is a cosplay guest for anime magic wow. um cosplayers always have something that they're they're cooking up to come and show people that they're working on. And then a lot of cosplayers also have kind of a dream wish list of uh, costumes that they would love to work on. So what what have you been working on currently and what are what is something you really hope to, to make in the future coming up? So as far as dream cosplays go, um, I actually just answered this question on Instagram the other day. Um, I used to have a bunch of dream cosplays in the past, but honestly it's gone to the point where like, my current cost plans just overshadow anything my brain could possibly conjure up for the future that I just <laughs> don't really have any of those. I mean, I'd like to have like the skill level to create like a full suit of armor one day. Um, I really want to do, I really want to have one day like a um, full paladin suit from Voltron that lights up and everything. Oh, that's um, amazing. That just, would be amazing. Yeah, I just love it when cosplays light up. I think it's the coolest thing. Um, but as far as stuff I'm working on right now, um, a big project I'm trying to finish before summer ends is a female version of Hawks from My Hero Academia. Um, I have the wings done. Those were made by the very talented Love Good Cosplay. Um, I have the top that needs to have his stripes added onto it. I have the pants, have the socks. The shoes need some fixing up because the shoes are from Goodwill. I do that with cosplays a lot. Um, and then I've been having like so much trouble trying to find a base jacket for hawks usually like i have tons of luck at goodwill but i don't know why recently i can't find a beige like khaki jacket which you think would be really easy to find (laughs) but like i've had zero luck of course it's like the one thing that you're looking for is what yeah (laughs) and i can't just like not have like his like jacket it's like a fur lined jacket i'm planning to wear in the summer it's fine um it's always a good idea 
Yeah. For, then, for jackets in the summer. <laughs> but, you know, that's what cosplayers deal with. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people who, who rely, too, on, on sourcing at least some sort of, like, partial, um, you know, piece for, for a cosplay from places like Goodwill or donation centers probably having a much harder time right now, too, because, A, those places were closed for a long time, and, B, people are donating less because of COVID. So it's got to be it's got to be hard because then you have to kind of go back to scratch and start building like entirely from from you know nothing which is hard that's hard for a piece like that yeah i almost wonder if like people are donating more though because they have time to like clean out their closets that's Ooh, true that's yeah. true, yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah but like with something like a jacket um it's definitely more like fall winter fashion which is probably why i'm having like the worst luck i also needed to find like a black turtleneck which i eventually got from amazon because i'm like there's no <laughs> way <laughs> in the heat of summer i'm gonna find a turtleneck so yeah very cool so i know uh you know instagram is your biggest platform right and i'm curious what you think about tiktok instagram facebook twitter snapchat in general you know your main platforms what what do you think is the best platform for cosplayers maybe getting into cosplay for the first time in 2020 and why I really like the way you worded that question because if you asked me that like five years ago, I definitely would have said Instagram. Yeah. You know, when TikTok was still musically, yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah. times have changed. So I definitely think that someone getting into cosplay for the first time, the best place would be TikTok just because I feel like if you're getting into cosplay and you're like younger, at least, um, a lot of younger cosplayers have flocked there. I remember I worked at the Run Fair this, um, not this summer, but last summer. Oh, cool. And I'd run into a lot of cosplayers and I just, you know, chat them up. And um, I remember one time I was like, hey, do you like, do you guys have Instagrams? Like, let me follow you. And they were like, oh, no, we only have TikTok. And that yeah. amazed me because I've never heard of a cosplayer who only had TikTok, but they didn't have Instagram. Usually it was like Instagram's their main thing. And then they like, do TikTok on the side. Yeah. I, I just worded it like a side job. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Instagram is for, uh, like, if you take a bunch of selfies and you um, take a bunch of photos, but, like, someone who's just starting out, they probably don't have someone to take photos for them. Um, so they might just go on TikTok, you know, take some audios, record stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. What I kind of find interesting about TikTok We've noticed, you know, a lot of people on TikTok, especially the younger, you know, generation kind of blowing up on TikTok with cosplayers and things like that. I find it really interesting that it's it's almost like it reminds me of this app. I'm probably revealing my age here by saying it, but it used to be called Vine. Um, <laughs> where it was, yeah, it used to be like six. What's Vine? I know, what's Vine? Uh, let's Back not, in the olden days. Let's not talk about that. Um, so, but I used to, it kind of reminds me of Vine where, you know, they used to have these like six second videos or whatever. And... TikTok is kind of like that. It seems like most people's TikToks don't last very long. You know, they're anywhere between, what, what is it, like 30 seconds it's or something? It's like 15 to like 60 seconds. Well, it's, you can either set the time limit at 15 or 60 seconds. Got you can make it. it less than that. But So yeah. I guess it's not as, you know, close to Vine as, as you would think then because Vine was Vine was like six seconds, right? Am I remembering I, that right? I yeah. think it was like 10 it was, seconds. It was six 10 seconds. seconds. 10, I think. 10? Okay. It well, was six. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Oh, some guy yeah. made a song about it and it stuck in my head. It's like, why doesn't Vine let you make <laughs> See, videos you know longer what Vine than six is. seconds? should go to show you how, how, how much I used Vine when it was still a thing. I was obsessed with Vine. Were I you? I just don't. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. So, but um, I actually, um, in college, I, I'm a comm minor. So we like took a course about like stuff that goes viral. Yeah. And um, the reason Vine thrives so much is because our attention spans are so yeah. dang small. 
So like I'll even now I'll be on like TikTok and if I could tell a video is gonna like be very long and I'm not gonna gain much from it, I'm just like nah. But like, like next. <laughs> yeah, the TikToks that are like really popular are the ones that have like a story to tell or they kind of like they're funny and they get it over with, you know, like a kid trips or yeah. something. <laughs> like, I've noticed that even the ones I like watching are usually very short videos. Yeah. You know, they're they're like, I don't know, somebody do, like you said, doing something funny that's five, ten seconds even, maybe fifteen, whatever. But it's usually really short, you know, and, and it's almost like you, you want to watch it over and over again, though. You know, it kind of has that effect on you. Um, and I think it is that attention span thing. Like, I'm the same way. If I if I pull open a video that's 60 seconds long and I get 10 seconds into it, I'm just like, nah, you know, swipe, 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 you know, swipe it out left or whatever. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know the terms. I don't know the terms. It is not Tinder. Yeah, swipe it up. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting. And, you know, TikTok seems like a, a platform that is really blowing up in general, especially for cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you, you use TikTok, right? Yeah, I've been using it since like October. So I'm like. I, I know yeah. I, I, I asked that and I already know the answer to it because you get, you sent us an amazing um, TikTok video as like a sample when we did our TikTok anime post challenge. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was great. I mean, like I tried to make my own and, it, and I just ended up just as like a sample to see if we could even do it. <laughs> we were trying to figure out what TikTok, you know, how it operated and stuff. And I've been begging Richard to share this with the community because <laughs> yeah. it is, I think it's great. It's, I don't know. It's cute. It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I did like the, I did the anime post challenge myself mm-hmm. with my cat. Um, <laughs> I is used, it, I that's used him the most as a prop. anime thing I've ever heard in my life. I, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because my cat's name is Ninja. Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> but yeah, TikTok is a really interesting platform. And it's interesting to hear you say that, you know, if someone's getting into cosplay today, that you would recommend TikTok. So, yeah, it's very interesting stuff. Allison, you were telling us a little bit earlier about some uh, advice you had on merchandise and what people might not think about uh, when they're going about that. You want to maybe elaborate on that a little bit for us? Yeah, sure. Um, one of the main things I sell are cosplay prints, which, you know, are just like photos from photo shoots and just, you know, selling them usually online or at conventions when I have a table, like I will at Anime Magic. <laughs> <laughs> um But something that I do, a lot of people use sites like Etsy, Store Envy, and I've tried using those in the past, but the thing is those sites always take kind of like a quarter of what you make. So maybe you have to charge more than you'd want to. Um, But either way, they're just like taking part of the profit. And so something that I've done, you can see this if you go to the link in any of my socials. Um, I use a Google form. um, And that way I can easily go in and like edit what prints are in there, what ones aren't. and I can like list like just like, oh, like list your address. I can easily have sales. Um, I'll just like announce them on my store and then I'll just like do stuff like that. Um, but yeah, by doing this, Google obviously doesn't take a portion of the profit because it's just like submitting any form that you've ever done through Google. Yeah. So yeah, I just keep more and yeah, and I think honestly, other people have like came to me and be like, hey, I don't want to like copy your idea, but can I like use a Google form to sell prints. And I'm like, yeah, go for it. Because like, I don't want people to be like losing money when they're trying to sell right. stuff. You know, like cosplayers aren't like making a freakish amount of money. I mean, some are through like, I don't know, Patreon only fans, whatever. But like <laughs> most aren't. So 
yeah, you got to just do what you can. Yeah, it's like that. I think with with most business, you always want to try to you know minimize your costs, of course, of production and things, and get maximize your revenue if you're trying to do it from a you know professional standpoint. And it's a good point because a lot of those um, stores or storefronts or services or what have you, um, they take some of them pretty significant cut, mm-hmm. you know, at times, and that can really hamper your ability to. Uh, you know, be projected into the professional realm of making it a career, making it something you get paid to do. Mm-hmm. Well, Allison, it's been magical talking to you this evening and getting to know you better. And I'm sure all of our listeners have had a great time getting to know you better as well. So where can we find you? If we want to know more and we want to check out your cosplay, where can we find you on social media? You can find me anywhere on social media under Allison Senpai. It'll be the whatever page has the Nana Shimura icon. That's me. Um, Instagram, it's Allison.Senpai. Same with TikTok. Twitter, there's an underscore, but I don't really post much cosplay on there. But if you really like Fire Emblem, I retweet a lot of Sylvain. So, uh, yeah. Very cool. That's amazing. And, of course, we recently did a video interview with Allison Senpai, which you can check out on our YouTube as well as post it up on all of our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. So with that said, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we're going to have more frequent updates to our podcast with more episodes coming out on a regular interval. So with that said, keep an eye on our social media for news and updates. And until then, as always, we are Anime Magic! Magic!